0: So uh, I take it you can hear us, all right, Corey?
1: Yeah, I can hear you fine. All right, good. My coming in, my coming in clear. Yep, you're... it's a double-edged sword. We can hear you, good. which makes us equally happy and sad. Yep,
0: you are perfect. Oh, well, sort of. And we can see your stupid face. Can hey, you see? Can thanks, you see us? Matt. You can see us,
1: right? Matt, I'm not used to supportive friends. So this is great. But thank <laughs> you. <about that. laughs>
0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Political Partying. It, it's, Political
1: it, Partying. <laughs> it,
0: months between episodes. Months. Uh,
2: you know, it's just been—it's been a hell of a ride in between then and now. Felt like we got like off on like a crazy great foot, and then suddenly ran out of gas.
0: Yeah, you know what happens? I mean, like we we said we were going to stick to a more cohesive schedule. And I think we really start will start doing that now. But like, listen, I'll take part part of the blame here. I mean, I just you know we we filmed our last episode or recorded our last episode in, in July, um, and I mean you guys both know I I just had a fucking wild summer. I was just go, I was just going hog wild all That's, summer long. Like, so. always, <laughs> it was always something. And then we all got together, and then we had then we had a mishap
2: with scheduling, and then it was just. just yeah,
0: okay, well, the last time we got together, the the studio at a shared universe <laughs> flooded, um, so that that sucked. <laughs> we were all outside the studio and we're yeah. like, and there was nobody there, and we just all
2: the wires were hanging down from the ceiling, and we had a we had a beer in the hallway to see if anyone would show up, yep, and when was, nobody did, we're like, well, we guess that this is. Uh, this I is felt
0: I happened. felt so, I felt so bad because I was ta- like I was talking with, with Ming about it. He was like, hey, listen, the <laughs> studio like and it really like every ceiling tile was empty, like yeah. was open, and the wires were hanging down. It was like something out of like an eighties action movie. It just it, we were ready. Oh, yeah, we thought but, we were being punked. Like you know, like oh, and and we were
1: we were very understandable. We only stole a few things (laughs) (laughs) to kind of recoup our losses. (laughs) Part one, issue one of a three-part
0: series on uh, propaganda that we are going to be. doing today uh so we are here at a shared universe the bell works location uh very excited to be here as Such always a cool spot. yep i'm wearing my i'm wearing my merch today i got, I got actually I have, I have double merch on the hat also is I, I gotta get me some merch he always yeah. shows off the sweatshirt it's the most comfortable yeah. sweatshirt that's ever been made by anybody <laughs> I, know I got what's... my poncho shirt
1: on though so i'm on I'm, I'm happy wearing yeah. ponchos and we're drinking I'm... our
0: twin lights beer Corey is drinking twin lights too in his virtual location
1: I've got a nice. I've got a nice, Mr. Dempsey. I like my beer cold. You also, Twin you, Lights, uh, unofficial sponsor of political party.
0: <laughs> That's right. You also have your. Uh, I see Will. your your jizz
1: paper towels in the back there. That's it. Good. Just in case I need to bust a nut. Start shooting ropes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> well, you anyway, know, Matt makes a Matt makes a salient point. You can't you can't help but have yourself a good cum. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nothing gets me hard like talking about politics, oh, baby. Yeah. Let's go
1: politics with two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, our, take
0: us take us away, take Corey.
1: Us, yes, let's go. In our three-parter i figured we'd focus on three sort of key more modern areas uh, of propaganda a lot of people are familiar with the old bi war bonds and sort of that world war ii all the way up to vietnam style propaganda but how does propaganda really infiltrate our day-to-day lives so the first of the three parts is going to be social media with a with a hyper focus on uh, the juggernaut that is facebook well, in, in last week, we had a former project manager for Facebook, Frances Haugen, come in and absolutely drop a, a bombshell on Congress, uh, stating that Facebook is intentionally hiding information from the public, from the governments, from world governments. She's provided evidence uh, to, to back up her claims and even went as far as to testify in front of court. uh to, to these claims about everything from the efficacy of the AI to her role in spreading lies and and propaganda through Facebook, the question that I'm going to start out with today is: Facebook came around in 2004, and it's it's now. Uh, so <laughs> oh, I had to do some quick math there. It's uh it's now 17 years later. Yeah, we're old as it, fuck, is what you oh, mean. to say. That, but, yeah. Yeah. You mean AOL feels, Instant
2: Messenger? Is that what you mean?
1: It feels like social media has really done more harm than good. Curious to what you gentlemen want to speak to that on.
0: Oh, I 10,000% I agree with, with that, but I will, I will specify, I think, as it relates to social media, it's Facebook, I would say, in particular, yeah. has done more harm than good, you know, because it used to be, for a while, um, Twitter was kind of like, in my opinion, the most toxic social media environment you could possibly have, but the majority of that Toxicity really just came from assholes yelling at you about stupid things that really hadn't even wandered into the realm of the political you know, spectrum and, and that stuff where you're talking about political identity specifically on our last episode, um, which you can go listen to in the Review Podcast Network. Um, but the Twitter quickly, in my opinion— Took a back seat in terms of damaging social media content once Facebook really started to ramp up their their the ability to have pages right so you know it it started with just you know you 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 were on Facebook that was you had your page and like that was it right and then then they started like the groups and it was like you know some shared interests and blah 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 and you know and let's not let's not discount the obvious you know foreign hacking that was a big part of that right and you know say what you will about that but that doesn't change the fact that as a country like we seem to just fucking eat that up and like that's when it it just went downhill from there and once they became a public company today we're gonna talk about the metaverse that's when things really started to go downhill because the voices and the influences were no longer just solely their own
2: no i mean and then you know you, you your page goes back to the foundation of when you joined, and I mean, it's just one long, continuous, unedited history of you that just, and then began the marketplace, and then the targeted like ads, like all over it, and it, it just became like an unstoppable force. That you know, I mean, listen, after Facebook was was kind of brought into it, you know, try to hide something in a job interview, try to hide, you know, try, you know, anything. Yeah, I mean, teachers, they are, you know, there, you know, we we have workshop after workshop after workshop about social media, like about what you should put, what you can't put. Yeah you know and and yet and yet it seems to be just like a, a toxic disease we can't help but telling the whole world about what we're doing in every friggin minute of every damn day and some of it's great and some of it you know deserves to be yelled from the mountaintops but some of it's not and some of it should be you know with a grain of salt there's not anything that you know that everyone doesn't have to know about. You. Yeah. I mean there should be a little restraint but I mean there's just I mean like i said you know getting a job before facebook and getting a job after facebook are two totally different demons i mean it, it, looking some, looking up anyone's history was like a cia thing yeah. and now <laughs> like well you want to get a job you know, hold on one second you got facebook
0: yeah every every hr hiring department is a cia agent right now looking up looking up people's background checks and shit like oh, that God. but you know it's interesting i think that that specific piece of it, I think advanced so quickly that as somebody that works in HR, I can tell you that that is something that we really – don't pay attention to anymore because it used to be like, oh my God, look at this person, you know, getting shit faced and doing, you know, doing uh, doing keg stands and uh, and gargoyles on the top of the keg on a Tuesday night. We don't want to hire somebody like that. But now they don't care about stuff like that anymore. Now it's like, oh, okay, wait a minute. Are they in this group that is like inciting an insurrection on the Capitol? Like now that's what but they nah, look nah, for. You know?
2: <laughs> I mean the rest of it, we've created a whole other friggin' field of jobs. Social media influencers who get paid to be audacious. and, like, outside the box and break new ground and whatever for shock value and followers. And, you know, we've caused it. Like, we've paid it. We've funded it, like, in these companies. Fund it and pay for it and demand more of it. Like, constant groundbreaking updates that force us to continue to be on the edge of this stuff.
0: So the short answer to your question, Corey, is that, yes, I do think that social media, specifically Facebook, has been very damaging. But also, Corey, you know me and you both know me well enough to know that I also feel that as damaging as it has been... Uh The majority of it is because people are just fucking stupid. <laughs> there's the other shoe. I, I, I only, I pl- only, I can only place so much blame on Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
2: the Supreme Court's doing a whole, uh, doing as much as they can to put all the blame on Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah.
1: So I mean, there's, you know, the- personal responsibility <laughs> has to kick in at some point. Like right. the undertone of the old man yells at cloud. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> kind of concept that is political partying warms my heart that i can give you guys a very broad question and you guys can just go on a rant um, so let <laughs> me, right, you let want me to, take you, a moment and really, really you want, you want the long and... answer now you want, you want us to go into our long-winded answer <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Let me reel you back in a little bit. Ugh. Let's focus more on the propaganda aspect of Facebook. I'm yes. sure we could attack this from 10,000 oh, That was his question. And, yes. And I'm sorry. all complain about, about what we really hate about social media in general. But to be told, we all use social media. I, I myself – engage primarily on Instagram and TikTok in a very passive way. I know for a fact I send the two of you funny memes that I see online every so often. I was going to say in a passive way, except for the 10 times he sends me TikTok, even yeah. though I'm not even a <laughs>
0: yeah. member of TikTok. Yeah. Every, every so often, yeah. I, I wake, yeah. I wake yeah. up every in the day. morning, Cor- Corey has like a sleeping period of Instagram between the hours of roughly... 10 p.m. and about 6 a.m. I don't need to set an alarm anymore because no. I just wake up to my phone buzzing from Corey liking all the memes that I had sent after his wa- after his sleeping
1: Now yeah, Corey goes to bed at 8. <laughs> and then he gets up somewhere at
2: 10, 10.30 and goes on TikTok for until 3 o'clock in the morning.
1: Part of that is what inspired my idea for starting with social media with a focus on Facebook. Because what do we exchange? Which is we exchange things that we find amusing and we exchange them at a rate of 10,000 a day. I would say the vast majority of things we laugh at, type an LOL, and move on, but there are always things that we sit and talk about. We know this, but most importantly, all of those social media companies and social media managers know that we focus on this stuff. So how do you get a group riled up? Well, the fastest way to do it is find something that some people are either on one side or the other and push them as far away so they can't hear each other uh hear how similar they sound and feed them lies about the other one. part of what this francis haugen statement that came out is that facebook specifically has been one of the leaders in efficacy over time in renounce in revising its artificial intelligence and its algorithms of how they allocate content so allocating content is Super important in social media because it's not like you just flip on your Instagram and it chronologically shows you what the most recent things are posted. Certain things are shoved in your face and suggested specifically because they want you to see it and they know you'll engage with it. Whether it's a like, a comment, or a share, they know you'll engage with it. And that's how the entire company thrives. They thrive off of engagement. And as long as people are engaging, it doesn't matter what they're engaging about. (laughs) Their growth division, which is noted by by Haugen to have little tweaks along a 15-year period is, again, second to none. They grow and they grow and they grow. Now, if they were announcing medical breakthroughs or providing free education, we would tout them as the greatest company of all time. However, somewhere around the great year of 2016, we started to notice that, hey, just about anybody can make a facebook account and just about anybody can say whatever they want whether it's true or false and thus ushered into 2016 the era of fake news Hey everyone, Danny Glover here for the Review Podcast Network. I was given a burlap sack full of money and told that I should talk to you about how good the Review Podcast Network is. I only got a minute, so I'm going to tell you Ready, Set, Review is a great review of probably movies or something. I'm in movies and I, I seem to like it. You can come check out Talking Tacos with a couple of your vows. And, and there's Cannon Fodder if you want to hear more about movies things that one's got tony and matt talking about movies they like or whatever it's great and it's a good time for the whole family probably i don't know i've only listened to it a few times but you should come check it out it's uh it's a ton of good fun and i'm gonna send it back to the boys in the studio i cut you guys back live in the studio to give comment about all the bullshit i said Chris, <laughs> go ahead.
2: it's raining sideways um <laughs> But you're right. I mean, whatever. If you go on Facebook and you have six, seven hundred friends, you never get news on your six or seven hundred friends. I think that the uh, the statistic was you get about thirty percent of the people that are posting anything based on keywords that you've looked up before, or people that you keep checking in on before. Your feed does not encapsulate everything that you have picked. It encapsulates you know what they have chosen for you based on preferences. You know, streamed from this or streamed from that, or clicks or when those or anything else that they incorporate so even that the the fact that you think that you're communicating with everyone who you want to communicate with is a farce it's just it's you're not even looking at everything that you're free to look at
0: yeah i find it very interesting because there there is without a doubt the like we, we and we've known this the the algorithms for these apps specifically facebook are curated to push you content based on the shit that you click on right now That being said, that's like an an undeniable fact, right? I mean, like just talk to Dr. Dave. I mean, he Mm -hmm. he buys so much shit from Instagram that they push him because (laughs) (laughs) he's a sucker for it. He's He's a a total mark, right? Um, But at the end of the day, and this kind of goes back to our political identity episode, episode two, um, even with that algorithm, you as the user still have control – over what you see. So even with – so and just disclaimer. I have not used Facebook in like a year and a half, almost two years. I primarily use Instagram like like Corey does. And I use TikTok Five years whenever, for whenever he Five sends years me. Five years clean. See, smart. Yeah, exactly. Five years clean. Yeah, sober, man. Just, right, right in there. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it really is a matter of the algorithm can push you as much shit as you fucking want. And sometimes what I've found in my personal experience well, let me, – I'm getting ahead of myself. At the end of the day, you control what you see. So if the algorithm is pushing you shit that you click on, it's going to continue to push you that same kind of shit. But I can go click on whatever else I want. I can search for whatever else I want. Like This is 2021. We have the... we have more information in a little six inch, five inch square, rectangular plastic device in our pockets than we've ever had in the history of fucking humanity in libraries available also. at our fingertips. Yeah. So, what it really comes down to is that regardless of what the algorithm is doing, you at the end of the day are controlling what you see. You, the individual, are seeking out things that are going to confirm your bias. Like that is just simply the way that it works. And like it's it's fucked up that that's the way it works. But that's that's the way it is. You know, <laughs> the system is designed to keep you with blinders on. Like they put blinders on
2: you from you know, from the get go. So you have to go through a, a, an infinite an infinite like. Set of steps to get what you want. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, all right, I sign on. Matt Magnifico is doing these twelve things. All right, scroll, 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 and then like, you know, six or seven other people, and then there's Matt again. Like, I mean, and then there's you know Corey again, and there's but I mean, not the seven hundred people that I'm looking for. You got to go back in and blah blah blah. So there's hurdles. It's 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 harder than picking up a book and flipping through the yeah.
0: pages. which is why I'm, I like Instagram because Instagram algorithms, like you know, do the same shit essentially. But I personally find that to find the kind of content I want. The algorithm doesn't always work the way it's intended to on Instagram because I'm always able to find what I want, and I know for a fact that Zuckerberg wants to suppress some of that stuff because, based on like you know their definition and the mainstream media's definition of the content that people like Corey and I look at, and we're domestic terrorists. You know, just that we fit the definition. Yeah, we're we're just basically you right know, now, right
1: now <laughs> it's true.
2: We. We're getting yeah, dragged we, away let, by the redcoats right now.
1: Let's also let's also while we're while we're putting this on wax, let's also say that it's a lot of like defund the police type stuff. Exactly, it's a lot of, it's a lot of lib, like very generic libertarian content and everything. It's not a <laughs> let's not <laughs> make it sound like we're sitting here trying to. Bomb anybody or like, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying though. But that's, but that's what I'm saying
0: But that's where this conversation is going, Corey. This is where you know that slippery slope of what's dangerous content. You know, right? Like, who determines what's dangerous yeah, content? Like, I, I, I want you know, I don't want to have a government at all. Really, I'm, I'm <laughs> the Anarchy. bad guy. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Oh, we're not coming
2: after your social media rights, though, is, is what we're saying. We're not saying, you know, everything is terrible, everything is bad. But again, like, you know, they're, they're taking this thing that encapsulates the whole universe of information and shaving it down. Like, and it's just that, again, it's, a, you know, it's a trap. It's a trap. I mean, the whole thing feels like a trap. You know, it's quicksand. You get, you get lower and lower the longer it goes on.
1: There's a wonderful line from Futurama where Ooh, baby. Fry and Bender join the army. <laughs> and they go through basic training and they're getting ready to get deployed and they're getting deployed against this ball planet, this planet of sentient bouncy ball thing. This is a great episode. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're all great yeah, episodes, but this one's... Probably it's, my, it's probably my favorite line and uh, one of the ancillary characters uh, says to Commander Zap Brannigan, Uh, just so we'll know, who's the enemy? A valid question. We know nothing about their language, their history, or what they look
0: like, but we can assume this. They stand for everything we don't stand for. Also, they told me you guys look like dorks.
2: They look like dorks.
1: Oh, I'm gonna... oh, boy. dorks. and It's <laughs> such a, it's a such a great metaphor for everybody who gets outraged on social media.
0: Yeah, it really is. There's, 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 there's like, a great why line. Why are we
1: fighting this? Because they said you look like a dork. Yeah. And they stand for everything you don't stand for. Well, what do, what does that mean? What does any of that mean? Now, obviously, that's a great funny joke if you're a cartoon show for kids, but it's not a great—it's <laughs> not for kids—identity uh, to have as a as a grown adult functioning in society, and you know a, a very similar theme on all all the different topics that we've covered is this idea that far far left and far far right are just the same people, yep, but with you know a different T-shirt on and a different hat, and literally and facebook social media in general but facebook specifically even even instagram and twitter and everything it really benefits from that idea of you are part of this in group and everybody outside of this in group is a jerk and if and if the, do, you, do you believe what these jerks are doing now look at these clowns and they'll take every small problem in society and find a way for it to be that jerk's problem yeah and that's where you know, if you can keep thinking the problem is that jerk over there, as opposed to the jerk's fifty rungs above the ladder uh, running the entire show, then you fight amongst each other and you never really kind of glance upward at what the real problem is.
0: Have Have either of you watched Squid Game yet?
1: <laughs> I have. I finished. Sorry yet. to say, I haven't. Okay,
0: so 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 I'm not going to really spoil much for you, Corey, but Chris, you'll know what I'm talking about because. The, the last point you just made, Corey, about the, you know, kicking it up the ladder and that's the real problem, which you know that I fully agree with, um, mm-hmm. Squid Game, right, is a, it's a, it's the biggest thing on Netflix right now, and um, it's, a, it's a show made in South Korea. Um, the, the fact that it was made in South Korea means that I don't know, I haven't read too much into the production, so I don't know for certain if this is what they were going for, um, but The whole show can really be viewed as a metaphor for exactly what we're talking about right now, about the the people with the power – um, just sitting there, you know, dance, monkey, dance, I know that you're going to kill one another before, instead of banding together and trying to kill me, because the whole premise of the show, which, sorry, this is repetitive for you, Chris, but Corey, just so Fun. you know, they they capture these people, um, or, or they, they capture, they kidnap, they technically volunteer for, they know they're volunteering for to participate in these games, these people that are deeply, deeply in debt and have no place else to turn, and at the beginning of the games, there's about 450 of them, um, and they think that they're, they're sold this lie about, oh, you play these games, you win, you win tens of millions of dollars, and you, and you Fix your save yourself from death. What they don't tell them is that if you lose a game, you get fucking shot in the face yeah. and you literally yeah. die, right? Oh, is, um, is that it? And, yeah.
1: and you. Where do you sign up for these games? <laughs> so they they, they trick get out of debt in like a day, right? That's great. But the oh, best, awesome. but dude, it, it's so
0: it, like the metaphor for the government goes so deep because like they trick yeah. you into getting it. So like they're they're like the crediting agencies, like the Fannie maze you know, of, like this is how you get out of debt, you know, blah blah blah. Like uh, dial one eight hundred out we're, of debt. We're here to you know? monetarily save you, but the penalties are severe. So right. so so like, so, bad, so, like in like the second episode when people start getting their faces blown off, the majority of the people realize. That okay, this is not what we signed up for. Like, if we band together to rebel against these controlling people, we can we can save ourselves, we can get out of this nightmarish hellhole of a game. But instead, the entire series is about how they just continuously stab each other in the back yep. and betray each other for this money rather than band together. As a people and try to overthrow their captors because they are they clearly they make it very they make a very clear point that the the let's call them the players of the game very much outnumber the people that are controlling, controlling them again. by like ten to one, right? So like that to me is just like an amazing again, whether it was intentional in the production of the show or not, that's like an amazing metaphor for specifically the US government. Because every yes. so many people are just like, I fucking hate the government, I hate this about the government, I hate this about the government. But we, to your point, Corey, the majority majority of people would rather sit there and go, yeah, yeah, no, I know the government's a problem, but, you know, that guy there's in the red hat, about- fuck that guy yeah. more. Like, you know, he's, he's definitely the real issue here. Yeah. It can't be the government. It's got to be him. There's, I mean, there's a
2: clause, I mean, and it's still not giving anything away. There's a, there's a part of the game where the players can vote to end the game. And everybody can stop playing the game. If they get a majority, the game stops and everybody goes home. Even after they figure out that people are dying, the game ends if they get a majority vote. And you know they have direct control of stopping this game that they know is bad. But eventually, even no matter what they do, they come back to it because of the money involved. Because they've seen their lives with, with we all, how shitty their lives are. They return to their shitty lives. And even when given the choice to stop something horrendous, they go, through with it because of what the bait is being dangled over their heads and that's exactly where we are college students who cannot pay back the loans that they've taken like you know what are you you gonna do like you know you don't have a choice you could try to do this you could try to do that but hey here's a government program gonna help you get out of debt like oh your interest is gonna go on forever but it'll help you right now and it really
0: and it really does in the show even too, it all comes back to propaganda there's this great scene where they're talking about over you know actually making a decision not to do it and their version of propaganda court you'll love this their version of propaganda in this show is that they have a not even a metaphorical a literal piggy bank hanging over the players quarters that they consistently just drop stacks of money in like it is such an amazing metaphor for propaganda because they're like well, you could quit the game, but, but it's look night up light. at the giant It's a, a
2: nightlight that hangs over their bed. It's <laughs> it's, a, it's a floating pig made of money. Every time a player is eliminated, they fill up the pig with money and put how many players are left on the board.
0: It's so great.
2: And it's it's literally, you know, your future's hanging over here and the prize is immense. It's like not just life-changing regular money. Billions. It's billions, billions. upon billions. It's it far outnumbers the need. Yeah,
0: but they're like Korean dollars, so they're uh, like it, yeah. It, you know, it's you're one, sure. but I'd still it's <laughs>
2: I mean, it, it's still it's. Uh, I thought I thought I looked at the exchange rate, but it, it was it's still it's not like 450 billion dollars,
0: but it's billions of dollars. Chris is sitting there converting the exchange rate. I want to like, know. I want uh, know. How many 400 billion yon is? <laughs> oh, honey, you
1: gotta you gotta look at these exchange rates. They're unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Killing uh, we'd all we'd like my friends to take for three dollars and eighty two cents. Like to, to once again thank our sponsor, Squid games for...
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the hottest Halloween costume this year. They can't even keep the things in in stock, so that's gonna be the next thing is making. Oh, yeah, they this. can't
1: keep bullshit Max's masks with X's and triangles and it's, circles. It, on it, them? It,
2: It's it's basically the Sony company with the PlayStation. Yeah, they look like
0: PlayStation characters. They're that's just a, missing the X. Yeah. Nobody has. An I X. mean,
1: I mean, I I have seen the shit. I kind of I kind of got it. I wanted. To let you explain it to the audience, but yeah, I, I've seen a picture of the game. Yeah, I mean, There's if, no squids in it. If you've no. been, if
0: you've been on Instagram in the last week, you've seen something from Squid Games. The show, <laughs> the, the show explains what that means at the very first second. By the way, yes.
1: Uh, Matt, hey, great way to segue back to Instagram.
0: <laughs> what do you, you know, think? What do you think, um, Corey? It all comes full circle. No, Corey's just I interrogating think, I, I us. I
1: show sounds awesome. Actually, I really want to check out this show. Yeah, only totally nine episodes. You'll it's quick, love it. It's a quick one netflix is one of those things like when there's when there's like a hot show it's like i need somebody in my life to just be like hey I watched all of it. It's great. You would like it. And that's kind of like my like, well, all right, I'll add it to the, yeah. throw it on the pile of media. Well, that in it.
0: itself is even propaganda because you want to feel a part say, of the club are you, that are you seen, being you influenced? want to feel a part are of the club. Are you being influenced by online
2: propaganda, Corey? The top <laughs> 10 movies we think you would like? You want to feel uh, welcomed. Oh, thank God. Accepted.
1: Well, so some of the other influence <laughs> we feel on social media is the first part of that, which is the social aspect to it. Um, so again entering into groups like like Facebook and Instagram and and even just being on Twitter and following a specific account, you can find yourself kind of trapped in it. I thought, I thought I'd thought get a little bit more out of that segue, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ran out of
2: ink right at the end of the page. <laughs> I like when he reads off the page. It goes, it sounded so much better when I rehearsed it in my head. <laughs> you thought that it was did. a segue? There was no hand motion and no question.
1: Uh, that's right. I know the guy that edits this podcast. I'll make myself sound real cool. <laughs> oh um, no. Good luck though. So I, uh, I think I've dabbled in every social media at this point. Um, I can't follow Twitter because you, you just got to read. That's a little bit too much reading for me. It's just nothing but words. I like 140 I like it, characters, man. man. That's Sorry. rough. God That's goodness. rough to get oh, through. Like half I thought a book. they upped it to like 280 or something like that. Now. Oh, they,
0: see, I don't have a Twitter, so I, I don't know. They I, might I, have. I, I, don't I don't know. know. Twitter, <laughs> really. I'm not sure
1: um, what Twitter is. All right. I, 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 did kind of, I did kind of lose steam with that idea. Anyway. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. We can no. There, there's more. Th- let's follow this to its logical conclusion, though, because we started talking about the the. This all started with you know the the Facebook whistleblower Francis uh, Hagen Haugen. How do you say your name? Haugen. Haugen. Right. I don't fucking care, but that's how you say it. That's it. Um, you know. So listen. I don't, who's gonna be fact checking me? Okay. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, Facebook. Facebook will tell you. Yeah, Listen. People that know that that I play trivia that I. Host oh, I, trivia. Just gotta,
1: I just got a text from Doctor Dave. It's Haugen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So. So the the you know taking this to its logical conclusion, where this is going to end up, and this is the question that I want to ask because you know me personally, right? When I, I I'm not going to sit here and 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 you know ignore the obvious damaging things that Facebook in particular has brought upon the world. You know, even though you know I, I said what I, I said what I said earlier about you know it really does rely on the individual, but. There's no denying the fact that Facebook has a hand in helping with this division by pushing certain content to certain people based on their algorithms because they know that it's just going to be inflammatory. And we know from looking at the data that for for whatever reason – Again, I this I don't understand. This is not the way my brain is wired. But for whatever reason, people in this country are more inclined to click on something that is going to piss them off, yeah. that it is going then is that is going to make them happy, or at least make them more informed, right? So that this all plays into it, right? And now we got Francis Haugen out up there on on Capitol Hill talking about all of this stuff and whistleblowing, right? I used air quotes for that one <laughs> because, like, listen, let's take this in a couple different ways. the The, the first thing I will say about this is that. If, if you were a real, if she was a real whistleblower, somebody who was really, um, I, uh, really like pulling the curtain back on something truly damaging to the ruling class, right? Which is what she thinks she's doing. That's what the media tells us she's doing. If she was actually doing that. The CIA would have put a fucking bullet in her head days ago. Like, real whistleblowers do not get this kind of media attention the way that she is. So my, call it conspiracy theory, whatever you want to call it here, <laughs> is that this is being blown up so much in the corporate media. That's the way we wanted to make sure to make that distinction, the corporate media. Because all of these new regulations that she's calling for on Capitol Hill as a whistleblower – they're going to lead to more censorship. Now, again, I'm not saying that there is... That there is not harmful content on social media platforms that probably should, in some way, shape, or form, be I'm not going to use the term "censored," but monitored a little bit more closely because that they, we're we, we're past that point. It, yeah. it exists; it's out there. But I am vehemently opposed to censorship in any way, shape, or form. And the last thing that like this is how you get into dictatorships when it's the government that's telling you this is good content, this is bad content, like. It's, it's very clear. We've made the point that people in this country, unfortunately, there's enough people in this country that can't make that fucking distinction for themselves, no. and that's a very unfortunate thing. But that does not mean that we should just say, "Hey, government, you tell me what's what's good and what's bad, and I'll just I'll I'll go with what you listen to." So, like, that's where this is going, and like, that's like the real prop. Like, this is going to become super propaganda before too long if it keeps on going down this path. The the
1: problem we run into with that sentiment is it's almost a, like, why can't we have nice things sort of paradox? Yep. So social media in its, in its essence is supposed to be a way to utilize the internet, to bring everybody together. The big thing when Facebook first dropped is I c- I can remember actively having conversations about, you know, in 10 years, nobody's going to do high school reunions. Cause now there's no reason to ever lose touch with anybody ever. So there's no reason to, you know, passively sort of reunite. So in its in its essence, social media of every kind is supposed to bring us closer together. The problem is when there is a fiduciary incentive, when there's a political incentive, when there's any kind of incentive of power um, governing the idea of these social media networks, you're going to run into the problem that there's going to be an agenda that's pushed. So. My question to you guys, instead of just kind of putting my hands out to give you uh, things, <laughs> oh, you going put a question on the end? G- Jesus, well, query. I'm now going to call this leading you guys into the next uh, step. But my question to you is, Matt, I know you're not a fan of the government. Chris, I know you're kind of indifferent to the government. If if we want to have a nice thing like social media, should there be a governing body for social media? who should regulate this social media what's what's the what's the beginning of a step in the right direction considering where we are right now which is at the bottom of the barrel with all the piss and shit and nazis and rape pages and a cursory <laughs> google exam will will reveal some very very difficult things that facebook has really been allowing for the better part of a decade yep
2: yeah. Go I'm going to yeah. congratulate you on asking a question. That was hey, that, thanks, that bud. was that was a Billy Madison A very coherent question. question. Uh, uh, a very uh, that was a well thought Mr. Gambini, that was a well thought out <laughs> objection.
1: Hey, Chris, <laughs> let me tell you, from the bottom of my heart, nobody graduates first grade the Billy Madison. That's player. it, the Billy <laughs> Madison
2: way. <laughs> I mean, you, uh, you ask a very complicated question. I mean, obviously. Obviously, someone's got to be in charge. You can't have a free for all. I mean, it can't be just like you said. Where you can't intermingle kindergarten classroom learning, reading abilities with Nazi pages and everything else like that. I mean, it really it, th- there needs to. And this is going to sound so bad, just you know, because this is you know one of those questions that we should like prepare in our you know beforehand. But you asked it right off the top of your head, which is exactly what you're going to get. There, there's got to be. Moment, Chris. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. There's got to be. You know, gotcha there, journalism. You, you, your
0: notes. <laughs> Said nothing about this. So this is this, this asshole. I love it. This. Oh, this great. What a
1: jerk. Uh, Some of my notes are hard copies. <laughs> yeah. Some of my notes are. That's notes. that's how Corey
0: stays off the grid. He writes everything on paper. Oh no, I love I wrote right.
1: everything on paper. I'm off the grid. I <laughs> bury
0: it. Off the grid except for TikTok. At yeah. yeah, yeah. On Zoom. <laughs> on Zoom right now. <laughs> Ming's Ming's sitting there on the phone like FBI
2: agents <laughs> <laughs> got got him. <laughs> Start to trace. He's, try- he's trying to solve a problem.
1: Let's alert the authorities. <laughs> I mean,
2: th- there needs to be. Uh, I'm gonna. Say, it, it, it gets worse. Every word is worse than the last. There's got to be some kind of oversight, but there, there, it shouldn't infringe upon what I'm trying to do. I mean, you want to look at what you want to look at. Look at it, but I mean, you can't. You, it, th- these things have to be walled off, like you know, from each other. You go to the zoo; they don't put the animals in the same cage. They put them in different, you know, the cute ones and the dangerous ones, and different dangerous ones go in different cages. You have to section this stuff off. Someone smarter than me has to come in with a, all right, you want to do this, this is here. You want to do this, this is here. And as you go along, and you get more and more, you know, out of you know, but, but again, then it comes to what you think is normal and dangerous. I may think is you know nothing. So, yep. I mean, there's got to be something that sets some sort of boundary, even if it doesn't stop me from crossing that boundary. Like, I mean, look at anybody who's, uh, you know, trying to jump into a gorilla cage at the zoo. The boundaries are there, yet people <laughs> find a way in. Yeah. I mean, so. They're, they're... Uh, too soon, Chris. Too soon. No, years
0: ago. So it's, it's years ago. <laughs> oh, is that a Harambe joke? No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's an idiot getting into a cage joke. Yeah. I didn't mention it. It's a Harambe
1: joke. Look at it. A political party on the touchstone of cultural reference
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna oversimplify and kind of feed off what chris said here so first things first like like you said um any sort of oversight should not come from the government that's just table stakes for me right um and uh, <laughs> Corey just lightened the fucking dupe i love it thank you so much for that Corey. thank you so much um but it kind of goes back to what I was saying before about you know Facebook really started to go downhill when it became public, and to your point, Corey, all the additional influences, mostly monetary, started to rear their ugly heads once it became you know people could invest in it and there, and there were other voices at the table. But the, at the end of the day, right again, I'm going to oversimplify it here, there should be some sort of oversight, but it needs to be actual human oversight. So what I mean by that is this this algorithmic oversight does not fucking work because the algorithmic oversight very clearly cannot tell the difference between a Facebook page that talks about and tries to teach you about the history of let's say the Nazis as opposed to a Facebook page that is like hey I love the Nazis and I want to be one because it's just looking for these bullshit keywords like Nazi. We're saying Nazi way too much on this podcast. Too much, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) You get my point. But like, but but that's how algorithms work. I'm not a fucking tech guy, but you know the base form. Like they're looking for certain things, words, combinations of words, and if you don't have that human. Touch to really differentiate between those two types of of pages, you're always going to have the problem that we have, and then what that leads into is you lead you it leads into the uh, it what, what is unfortunately right now mostly the right wing people that feel like they're being censored, so they go create their own social media platforms like your parlors and whatever else is out there. But because they feel so slighted by companies like Facebook that are quote unquote stifling conservative content, everything that you get on those other fringe sites are truly that fringe, hyper-partisan, literal psychotic bullshit because the people feel like they can't properly voice their opinions elsewhere so like so they immediately overdo it like i mean you know if you can't have a thing you can't have
2: candy can't have candy can't have candy the moment where you get away from that you know from the boss you have candy so you know when you can't express your opinion and you can't express your opinion you're going to do it loudly and probably violently yeah Oh, hold on hold
1: on one second i'm getting a call this guy oh guys it's the white house (laughs) (laughs) joe joseph gordon biden just just called me and he said campbell's candy analogy just ended racism, as we know it. Jeez.
2: Finally. Oh, can, we,
1: okay. can we get some
0: ice cream? Solved, yeah.
1: solved all the problems. We're sure, we're can we get some ice cream? Well, sure, it was
0: the White House.
2: It wasn't just a White House, any, any White House. At why all? is it always yeah. got to be about color? Yeah.
1: Oh, he did so. <laughs> why has it got to be a White House? <laughs> yeah, why has it got to be a White
0: House? I can't be a Brown uh, House or a Black House. Like,
1: come on. <laughs> come on, all houses matter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. So, so Matt, to your point. I think we said money 1500 times yep i don't know that facebook is obsessed with making money i think facebook in in and of itself and social media in general is obsessed with power and yeah i i heard donald trump one time described as a poor man's vision of what a rich man looks like and and Top hats, (laughs) coattails, white gloves, walking canes, golden hair, (laughs) bronze skin, golden hair. But we we hyper fixate on this idea of this company's making money or this organization is making money. What they're really doing is gaining two most powerful resources you can have in this country, which is power and influence and power and influence can get anything done. Oh, I, Matt! For for those of you not a, a part of this video conference, Matt is rubbing his hands together like a cartoon wolf presented with a. I'm steak. that
0: I'm that I'm that meme that 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 black guy in the yellow suit behind the tree, like
1: ooh yeah, <laughs> so, like waiting. <laughs> so I uh, Matt is, is Hulk Hogan, and I just ran up and I slapped his chest, and he did nothing, but he started shaking. And then I slapped his chest again, and he started shaking. <laughs> And Matt is about to hulk out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna acquiesce my time to Hulkamania and just let it run wild.
0: No, it's 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 honestly it, it's gonna I'm gonna let you down just a little bit because I don't have one of my one of my famous several paragraph yeah. Instagram there's there's rants. There's something different. No, but but <laughs> what you what you hit on is kind of like where I was going. You talked about Power and influence, right? And that's kind of like the goal of some of these companies. And what I was referencing earlier about whistleblowers and this woman uh, Haugen being up there on Congress, right? Again, what do we what do we think? What, why why has the government in the last few years been so up the ass of social media to control their content and to do X Y Z things to make their content safer or whatever the fuck it is? It's because the government realizes that, oh shit, we've lost a lot of our power and our influence and control to... Social media to big tech companies, that's why they come down so hard on these companies. It's not because they actually give a shit about anything that they're saying there about, oh, that's that's dangerous content or or you're not supporting the environment or you're sharing people's data. They don't give a flying fuck about any of that. They've realized that they have lost a great deal – of power and influence because of companies like Amazon, Google, Instagram, Facebook, they've lost a lot of that. All they've got going for them now are their guns. That's, that's all they've got going for them. And that's why they come down so hard on these companies and make a big spectacle about it in in the media or whatever. So like you like that's when when you mentioned that, Corey, power and influence, that just like the the trigger went off in my head. I was like, That's that's what it is. That's it. I mean, I mean, and you say it wonderfully. I mean, between all the social media, you know,
2: they've lost the flow of information and between Amazon by itself, they've lost the ability to control any product ever. Yeah. So you're right. Without that, I mean, control of the army is what they have left. Exactly. And and really, I mean, let's talk about the whistleblowing just for a second. What was the exact information revealed by this whistleblower?
0: Oh, I have I have some articles up here. Let's just click on the first just, one.
1: I mean, I want to know exactly what are they blowing a whistle? So on? the the three the three big points were that um, Facebook has known for over two years that its algorithms specifically push uh, racist content, specifically prioritize uh, certain agendas to certain people based on what their their content believes is. There's a, a huge body dysmorphia. Uh, subsection to it that that which was the project that she was specifically managing where they routinely tested the data creating blank accounts and finding how quickly they can they can come back to anorexia content mm-hmm. and everything which they invite you to do the same experiments and i i did now so i, I don't know that i'd ever be con- confused with an anorexia uh <laughs> But it's something that that if you search for a certain thing, it comes up. Now, if I search for Apple's, and I, and I start looking at pages about gala apples, and they suggest to me green apples, you know, I can bitch and moan that, hey, that's a tart apple versus a baking apple and everything like that. But if I start looking up apples and they start showing me Nazi content... <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> hey, did you uh, know that I'm Nazis liked like apples? No, they,
2: they, they, they might have enjoyed an apple or two. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Is anything that is divulged by this lady right
1: now actual whistleblowing? Um... So, ooh, that's a... That's a very complicated, loaded, loaded question. I feel I'm like sorry, I, did, more... I didn't do big arms. Uh, is it oh, whistleblowing? Like, you want to do that one over again? Uh, Just, no,
2: I don't want to do it again. So, but when when, um, I, when I think about whistleblowing, it's blowing a whistle means an immediate stop to some action, which means you want to catch somebody in a moment where something isn't appropriate. That's not what's happening here. We're not blowing a whistle. We're calling attention to stuff that everyone's guessed at forever. Yeah. We didn't catch the programmers right. with the Nazi page in the background, or like, or. or Exactly. All of this stuff. This is not whistleblowing. This is just again smokescreen stuff to to hide what should we we should be already not going against anyway. We shouldn't be okay with any of it. Any any one body or tech company controlling yeah. the flow of information. Like I
0: said, if, if this if any of the information she was whistleblowing on was truly damning to the ru- the ruling class, the establishment, or the government, she would have had some fucking cyanide dropped in her drink at the hotel weeks ago.
1: That's it. I okay. mean, and that's, well, and that's well, what we, brings me to before hit. we put. this lady on blast i'm not putting her on blast but if she was doing damning information (laughs) she wouldn't have made it to capitol hill is all i'm saying let's understand a couple things first off she's not whistleblowing on every single subtle nuance and problem we have with facebook so if we start creating problems and start immediately diffusing it by saying well you know she's not saying anything about about like how they're portraying apple and Facebook Gate," (laughs) she took the project that she worked on and said hey this doesn't add up. I'm, you know, resigning from this company and bringing my information to the government. Anyone that's worked in any kind of regulatory department knows that that's exactly what you're supposed to do. I used to work for a pharmaceutical company, and I can't tell you how many ex-employees went uh, <laughs> went to the government right after we uh, had our huge opioid problem. I don't know how much else I could talk about, but yeah. <laughs> had our huge opioid problem. It's a lot of people that are good, upstanding people that certainly don't want to ruin their lives like in Edward Snowden where they, they now have to. Uh... So that was whistleblowing. Yeah, that was whistleblowing. Yeah, that was this actual is, whistleblowing. This is a form. This is a form of whistleblowing. Yeah, it's a it's a different type of whistle, and it's not the big sexy whistle that everybody wanted to have come out. But to be perfectly honest, this lady put a rep on the line and said, "Hey, uh, I'm going to call bullshit on this. Here is copies of everything I've worked on that corroborates it, and it is the beginning of something." whether it's squashed immediately like so many other things have been squashed in the past or whether somebody else picks up the baton that she created and runs with it it's you know is yet to be seen but to be honest we need more people that are comfortable saying like well i'm not working on this bullshit hey did anybody get a load of this bullshit this guy's a big phony cowboy hat comes right (laughs) off
0: I, I'm I'm very curious to know how many members of Congress and or the Senate own stock in Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's an interesting question. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. you know, it, I mean, it's just like you know, again, it, 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 it all it all comes back to the the power, the control, the use of things like this. I mean, I mean, just to you know, kind of segue into a little bit of what part two of the propaganda thing will be, kind of getting beyond social media and looking at other elements of propaganda and how it relates to the government, how it's leveraged by the government. Like, to your point, Corey, like, is this what she did whistleblowing? Technically, yeah, but to Chris's point, is she just really confirming a lot of shit that anybody with half a brain probably could have figured out for themselves all fucking ready? Also, yes, you know, like when Snowden blew the whistle, that was like literally mind blowing because nobody would have thought that that would ever be a thing right with the, in terms of the like the NSA spying and all that this is you know if you spend more than 5 minutes a week on social media very painfully that. obvious that this was already going on but again moving on to that propaganda side of thing only the the, the corporate media Whistleblower, 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 whistleblower. like it carries a th- negative connotation, like oh, somebody, uh, somebody spoiling the part, a tattletale. Right. And it makes you think like that, that it's worse than it is because in this day and age, the term whistleblower is now synonymous with people like Edward Snowden. So the media pushes this term, yes. whistleblower, and they're like, oh my God, it's earth shattering shit. But then you look at it, it's like, uh, okay, no, really, I kind of fucking knew this was already happening. It's not really a whistleblower. It's just somebody like you said, Corey, an upstanding citizen being like, uh, hey, these guys are acting kind of fucking shady.
1: So before we get too into once again, <laughs> uh, like sort of rousing up the idea of, of damning this woman, I'm not calling her a whistleblower. The media is calling her a whistleblower. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And the media is calling her a whistleblower for for most likely two very good reasons one it's a word that people know so they're using it because because uh you know consenting informant you know uh Uh, informant is a great word i read total articles but but it's not a but it's not a buzzword right and because our our media has gotten so much worse over the course of the years it's it's no longer this intelligent articulate media that it once was not that it was fucking stellar in the 60s and 70s (laughs) but it's something that over time it's it's monkeys pounding a keyboard uh whistleblower, (laughs) whistleblower 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 tells on Facebook. The Amy files good- are
0: in the computer. In the computer.
1: <laughs> Amy, good gorilla, ugly gorilla, go away. Wow, Congo, um, Congo reference. He's dead. Um, yes, but it's but it, again, it's not so much that she's a whistleblower. This is this is how this stuff starts. I think there's this idea that we infantilize in in everything from the Million Man March. It's not a word, to- infantilize is not
2: a
0: word. Infan- infantilized, is infantilized, absolutely a word. Wow. Okay. Uh, Wait, oh, I, well,
1: I have a computer here. Nah, yeah, Can listen, you spell man. that? E n f a n t a l i z. There's no way. I n i n infantilized. Nope. It's a it's a word. Oh look at that! It says it says infantilized verb. It's definitely a word. Good job. Use it again in the sentence that you used it in. Anyway, but we we dream up this idea that um oh fuck now we made a fucking goof and now i I (laughs) um but we dream up this idea that that it's these big incendiary moments that's gonna that's gonna change the course of history and and that's that's where so many people on the left between everything from you know transgender kids in sports to this idea that that you know everybody should be allowed access to every single thing yeah i i sure there's a good amount of people that 100% agree that everybody should be able to do whatever the fuck they want the problem is that's not how our world works not even our country it's not how our world works it's it's bureaucratic and things have to go through motions so yeah is social media kind of shitty and probably more detrimental uh, to society than it than it puts out good? Maybe the argument's to be made. But in order to regulate it properly, we need to start with stuff like this. And I, for one, am very happy that stuff like this came out. Hey, I worked for them. Here's the shit I was working on. This is what I think. Anyway, that was my 15 minutes. See you later.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, I, like I said, I totally agree with that. I, you know... I, I like the fact that this came out. Again, we all kind yeah, of listen, we knew all, we, that it was there. I don't want it. I don't want it to go. I don't want it to lead into more government regulation. No, no, no. no. Because I, the, you know, the last
2: thing anybody wants is here is the problem. All right, we're going to take control of it, and we're going to yeah. we're going to how does we'll how, how does, how does the
0: government out? fix problems that the government causes? They just no, more government. You're not your like, company, you guys <laughs> gotta, you, <laughs> gotta, you yeah. can't
2: just take over things that people report as, as incorrect.
0: So the the in, the infantilize whatever infantilization. This is I'm I'm am gonna go down like some weird I I gotta just like stop This is some like weird oh,
1: the, Are we doing th- the segment of the show where we put me on blast for words? Okay, cool, well because cool, the cool. first the <laughs> first picture we're pacing this right.
0: The first picture that comes up is like a guy with a fucking binky in his mouth or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah. I don't want to click on anything beyond my initial Google search because I feel like I'm gonna get into some <laughs> weird sex shit. Uh, okay, that, like, that's gonna be people with binkies in their mouths yeah. for days and days. Treat someone mm. as a child or in a way which denies their maturity and age or. experience Experience. That is—that sounds like something to me that will immediately be seized upon by the weirdo porn community. I want nothing to do with that That's word. It. Okay. Now Corey's looking too. Corey's like, uh, uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: on fucking MiriamWebster.com. My girl Miriam's
2: coming. Um, oh, you, you sure the government is coming To
1: treat as infantile.
2: Yeah, as a child.
1: So, so, so he, let's let's start. Let's pull back the curtain real quick. I use the word wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, I'll I take thought, it. I thought infantilize was more of like Good. creating a like manifesting like a a, a fan, fan, fantasy. I don't
2: think that word nah. means what you're thinking means. That's
1: what you <laughs> thought it med- that
0: makes it even better. <laughs> That he took the word fantasy, oh, infant, infantilize. Yeah, no, to in, the to word incite is incite fantasy. The word is fantasize.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're inciting
0: a, a a different kind of fantasy on that uh, one, my friend. Hello,
1: oh shit, it's Joe Biden again. Oh, my, oh, yeah, Joe. <laughs> yeah no i use the word wrong Joe. i'm sorry I'm wrong. I, now, I now they're just making fun of me
0: i still want my ice cream i give you credit i give you credit for the word though man hey
1: thanks man that's it some college
0: <laughs> yeah well hey listen i think that we have done a pretty good job uh getting into this topic um propaganda there's as we've as we said we have a probably three part is what'll end up being series on propaganda. Um, because it really does go so much deeper than just social media. Um it, 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 I mean, it really. We'll, we have some more cool content coming up for you in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I, I found it this conversation very interesting uh, and funny. Good job, everybody. Um, you know, very infantilizing. But...
1: <laughs>
0: um, any any final thoughts before we uh, we sign off? No, I can't. I can't wait for parts
2: two and three. When we when, when we dive into the rest of this stuff, it's really going to be. It's really going to be. Um... I don't know, Corey, infantilizing? Is that what it is? That was Very be?
1: infantilizing. <laughs> I, uh, I, Like I said, about five years now I've been clean from Facebook. I can't – probably going to drop Instagram at some point in the next year, probably going to drop TikTok at some point in the year, fall off the face of the earth, and probably be mentally healthier for it. Finally.
0: Dude, I – dude, when I stopped using Facebook, I mean, not that I ever really had an issue with that, but, like, I noticed how just, like, I was like, I wasn't just clicking on stupid fucking content that like made me like rage or whatever. You just, you just, you have like a whole new set of freedom. That's and then cool. now I just stay on Instagram where I can look at funny memes and butts. Like so, it's <laughs> great. Oh, my, landed a free. My Instagram. free. Home and brave. Well, right. Anyway, well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Political Parting. I really uh, appreciate you guys' time. Check out. All the episodes of Political Partying and all the episodes of all the other podcasts on the Review Podcast Network on Instagram at Review Podcast Network or just find one of the idiots that's part of the network. We all have little QR codes in the back of our phones uh, so you can scan to our link tree right there. Uh, we got a YouTube page. We're up on all the the platforms, Spotify, Google, Begrudgingly, Apple, all the good shit. Um, Thank you, Ming, for having us over to Shared Universe, as always, making us sound and look good. Uh, And we'll see you guys next time.
1: Political party on, Chris.
0: Political party on, Corey. Political
1: party on. Yeah, he signed That was.